Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be? Hey, y'all. Good morning. It's Latrice with Purposefully Living. Listen, um, just wanted to talk to you for a few minutes. Being very honest, I was getting ready to go run um, and I was kind of in my prayer time and I just heard the Lord say, go on. So I'm obeying what God is telling me to do. And I just wanted to share something with you. Just be very transparent. Um, I was praying this morning because I was thinking about um, a leadership meeting that I was in yesterday for a while and one of the things that they were talking about is you know your why why do you wake up in the morning why do you um do the things you do what makes you plant your feet on the ground um whether the alarm clock wakes you up or not what is it that um oh lord i'm trying not to be emotional y'all i'm going through a lot so just bear with me I'm trying to hold it together um what in the midst of everything makes you put your feet on the ground. So um, I was thinking about that this morning as I was praying. And I was thinking about something that I watched last night, a show that I love, a Christian show that I love. And it really bothered my heart because the first thing that I was praying this morning, um, just telling God, honestly, I just want to help people. Don't ask me why that's about to make me cry, but it is. Um, just bear with me. Like I said, I'm going through a lot, so I'm trying not to be on here crying all the time. But um, I really want to help people. I believe in the Word of God. I want to teach the Word of God. I know He's called me to teach the Word of God. But if someone said, what puts my feet on the ground? It's Jesus. It's this Word. And I'm not trying to be deep. I'm a corporate girl, worked many years in corporate, have a degree, very, you know, I think I'm smart. I, I know some things, but I just want you to know that nothing surpasses Jesus. I don't care your educational credentials. I don't care how many classes you've taken. I don't care your whatever, you know, all the things that you feel make the thing. I don't know. Nothing is like Jesus. He is the master coach. He's the master everything. And I was thinking about what puts my feet on the ground is, is just God. I want people to know how real um, purposefully living is. I want people to understand what it means to get fit, what it means. We take care of our bodies. Well, some of us, you know, but we will go to the gym religiously. We will, you know, eat. We will make sure we look good. We make sure our lashes are on. We make sure our makeup is laid. We make sure as guys, we got the muscles, we're cut, but inside we're a mess. And get fit reminds us that we have to put our focus on God. You know, where really is your relationship? You can you can boast this outer 
um, portrait, but where are you internally? It's an inside out. God wants to work inside out. He's not concerned about the portrait you give him. You know, we like to say God work on me and we give him what, like he really don't know that we a mess. We give him this, God just fix this. And he like, no, I want that. <laughs> you know, I want all the mess. You know, God can't fix your portrait. God can fix you though, when you give him you. And so I thought about my why is just the gospel. I, what bothered me about the show is it was talking about, um, the show wasn't a bother, but the content, it was talking about how the new generation, um, the millennials, so to speak, feel that God and the Bible is not relevant. Like, you know, you're finding more and more people if I could say that have no um, religious affiliation or feel like God, why, you know, I'm good. Y'all, that hurts me <laughs> because church may not be relevant. Religion is not relevant, but Jesus is relevant. And when you understand who Jesus is, I said it on my motivational Monday, everywhere Jesus came, he changed. He changed. He delivered. He set free those who were suffering that was in bondage. He made them whole. He renewed minds. He made lame to walk. Like he made people mad just because of who he was. When we understand and really began to research who Jesus is, we'll even kind of be able to let go some of the issues and problems we have because we'll understand just sometimes who you are in Christ is going to draw a line. It's going to make people angry. Like some, some where Jesus went, people was just plotting. They was just mad. They was, you know, they was they were plotting his demise from the beginning. So it'll even make you understand and look at your haters different. You'll love them. You'll know how to pray for those who despitefully you. Like you'll go about it different. Because if Jesus is in you, some of that just comes with the territory. But here's what I wanted to say. If I could just say for a few minutes to anyone, I don't care if you're 18, 10, 12, you know, um, I don't know how I would feel if you 10 looking at me because where your mama at, but I'm just saying, um, if you're 18, 20, I don't care. I just need anyone watching me to know he's real. He changes lives. Jesus is real. And I'm telling you for something I know. I remember, you know, our, my upbringing might be different from you. My parents, um, they knew the Lord. They were saved. They gave their life to the Lord. And so I was raised in a Christian home, but I didn't apply what they, you know, told me. I, I was rebellious and I've shared that. But here's what I want to tell you. It doesn't matter your background. What I want to share with you is I remember a period telling God, I was so rebellious. I remember this period. I would tell my mom to her face, like, whatever. Like, and I remember I would storm in my room and I would say, I'm never giving my life to the Lord because it's what they want me to do. It's what they want me to do. They want me to get saved. And because they want me to get saved, I'm not going to get saved. You know, like I was just like my heart. I was just so um, a hot mess child. But anyway, what I want you to understand is, um, I remember saying that, and I, I will be very honest with you, in my mind, I, at that time I was 18, getting ready to be 19, and I felt like 
serving God is not fun. Like I see the people in the church, you wear these old people clothes and big hats. And I'm just being honest. Listen, I'm just being honest. I was 18, you know, and it's like, where's, where's the fun? So I'll have fun. Then I'll come to God. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do. Then I'll come to him. Cause that's what we think. We, we think that we are in control of our life and you're not, but here's the thing. What the enemy does not want you to know is that's the trick of the lies. The best thing you can do is give your life to the Lord now. Give your life to Jesus now. Let him change you now. Y'all, let me tell you something. I'm mad that I gave my life to him at 19. I wish I had done it at 10. Because when I tell you that was so the enemy trying to make me feel like I was going to miss out on something, but it was the total opposite. Every reason that I thought that I didn't want, I thought reading the Bible was boring and oh my God, I always fall asleep. Well, yeah, you're going to fall asleep because right now you don't understand things. You don't, it doesn't make sense to you, you know, but what I want you to know is these are not stories of tens and million years ago that you're just reading like a novel. These are stories that is going to encourage you and empower you that in your same walk, you can do what Moses did. You can do what Joshua did. You can stand like Esther did. You can be like Paul. Paul said, listen, he was a persecutor. Paul was a beast. He persecuted. He was a murderer. He stood there while Stephen was stoned to death. Paul was a murderer. Like, I mean, he was like, you a Christian? I'm after you, but God transformed him. Like these stories are to let us know that the same God of Paul, the same God of Moses, the same God of Esther, the same God of all these people can be your God, can be my God. He's a God that is still in the business of doing miracles. He's a God that's still in the business of transforming lives. He's a God that still heals marriages. He's a God that can still make the lame walk. He's a God that can call minds into being regulated. He's a God that can do anything. I'm here to tell you that my life has not been perfect, but my God, I can't imagine it without God. I haven't done everything right. I haven't been perfect, but God through me, he's been my anchor y'all through some stuff. Even right now, a, a hard time in my life that I'm going through, but God is the one that's gotten me up and saying, girl, uh-uh, we ain't finna let this business go. We ain't finna let everything go because you're going through a trial. No, wake up, get on up. Hey, come on. I'm getting ready to use this, even this, for my glory, wipe them tears, put on some, gonna comb your hair today. You didn't yesterday, comb your hair today, put on some clothes, let's run and talk. He talks with you like that. Y'all looking for all these other people to be a friend and networkers. You need to network with Jesus. Network with Jesus. Get to know him. He knows you inside and out. And so I want to talk to the young person that you feel like he's not relevant. Yes, he is. I dare you try him. Y'all, I can't tell you. Marrying the person I married, dating, everything in my life was transformed because of Jesus. Not that I was so great building my home at 27. I didn't have sense to do that, but it was through the word of God. This word is applicable to your life. If you will get in it, but you got to first get Jesus. 
You need Jesus. And don't try to overthink it. Don't try to think, well, what does this mean? And how do I stop this? And then I can't do this. And then don't think that through because guess what? God is going to take you. And it's seasons. It's step by step. Your walk with God is a journey. You don't give your life to the Lord. And then all of a sudden, all in one. Okay, I'm saved. I never do this. I never do that. I'm perfect. I, no. And I've been saved since 19 and I'm not perfect. But day by day, if you will just talk to him, if you will allow him in, if you will take a moment to say, okay, God, first I'm going to give you my life. What does that mean? It means to repent. It means you have to do that. You are a sinner. Don't let these words scare you. Sinner, you are born into sin. We all were. I don't care if you're a goody two-shoe. I don't care if you're like, oh, I've never drank. I've never smoked. I didn't do this. I, okay, but just the fact that you think you all of that because you didn't do that, you need Jesus. Because the reality is we all have fallen short. Look, your attitude, a liar and that one that's addicted to pornography, an adulterer and a fornicator and one that's on the pole. You who is a goody two-shoe, but you a crack. Like, it don't matter. It's sin. And God hates it all. So we all are in need of a savior, whether you realize it or not. But here's what the enemy didn't want me to see. When, listen, that day that I went to church and God called my car, I went running. Let me give you this one testimony. I'm going to try to make it real quick. I remember I was dating a guy because mind you, in my mind, I don't want to come to the Lord because how am I going to do all this stuff? Like I love this guy that I'm with. So that means I have to break up with him. I don't, I'm not ready to do that. I don't know how to do that. And then what do I do with these friends? And what, like, I'm an overthinker all my life. So here I go. I can't give my life to the Lord. I give it to him after I do what I want to do. I want to have fun, serve God, blah, blah, blah. Right? Y'all, I make no lies to you. What I did is what I'm inviting you to do. I just gave him my life. I repented. I said, Lord, I'm a sinner. I'm a mess. I'm tired of my life. Like, are you tired? Like, And I'm talking to the young people because I don't even know how y'all do it in this day. I mean, just Jesus, the, the peer pressure, just everything that's out there. I mean, the sexual immorality, it's just a hot mess. Okay. And I, I can't even imagine, but I'm just saying this Bible is relevant. Jesus is relevant. And so here's what I did. I gave him my life. I repented of my sins, which means I just said, Lord, I am tired of doing it on my own. I'm tired of leading myself. I'm tired of thinking I'm in control. I'm tired of going my own way. I want you to take control. I want you to have my dating. I want you to plan. Like, I don't want to plan. <laughs> I told him I'm done and I meant it. And I repented for the sins that I had committed, the things that I had done, being a liar, being, I mean, listen, if you're taking lipstick, that's a thief. I don't care. Like a thief ain't the one that just steal the car. If you in there stealing stuff out your mama room, you a thief. It's stealing. You ain't asked. They ain't give it to you. Like we got to just call a spade a spade. Okay. I just repented. God, forgive me for all that I've done. My rebellious attitude. Just listen. And when I did that, I said, come into my heart. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe in you, Jesus. I believe you died for my sins. And I'm confessing openly that I need you in my life. And I receive you. Y'all, that was the first step. Let me tell you something. I'll be honest with you. When I made that decision, I was still in a relationship. Okay? Still with the guy does not save. But I meant what I said. So here's what I'm telling you to do that I did. I began immediately to talk to God. 
If he's real, then I need him to handle stuff. So you know what I said one day? I'll never forget. I went to a prayer meeting during that time. I don't know if they do it now, but during that time we had prayer meetings. And i never forget my pastor walking by and saying, literally by me, she said, just be honest. If you need help, be honest. Don't sit up here and lie. Just be honest with him and tell him what you need. I'll never forget that right by my chair. And I broke down and I said, Lord... I said, I need help. I said, I love you. And I meant what I said to you. But God, I don't know how to let go of this relationship. I really like this guy. And I, I know I can't do both. But I don't have it in me to let him go. Help me. Help me to do what honors you. That's exactly what I said. God is my witness. I am not lying to you. The next day, went to call a guy. Phone disconnected. Went to call other number, phone disconnected. So I'm kind of like, what's going on? Went to call another number, phone disconnected. So then I'm calling a friend. Now I'm mad now. Note to, note to you, be careful what you pray for. Know that when you mean it with a sincere heart, God will respond. So now I'm mad. I'm calling a friend and I can't get them. I'm like, this don't even make sense. Like how you just go. Make a long story short, I never talk to the guy like literally it's like he fell off the side of the earth okay literally so fast forward i am not exaggerating four and a half years like y'all it blew my mind i remember one day sitting there like i don't understand i'm in a relationship the guy falls off the side of the earth like he just don't pick up the phone and what ended up happening believe it or not i never forget by this point i, I was dating um and I remember that I was walking up. No, actually, I think I was married. I'm sorry. So it was longer than that. I want to say it was like five and a half years. Um, and I was walking up to an event that we were going to. And y'all, I kid you not, it's like I, I stopped in my tracks. Because as I'm walking up the event, the person is getting ready to take the ticket. I'm looking and I'm like, it's the guy I was dating all, that long time ago. So I think we both just look and I'm like, where you been? What? You know, it was just like one of the moments that it was so like, what is happening right now? And here's what he said. He said, you know, because I said to him without really saying, I think, you know, we knew obviously it's like I fell off the side of the earth. He knew he need, I mean, he need to say anything, but it was just like, what happened? And he said to me, he said, you know, it's weird. He said, I'll be honest with you. I woke up. Sorry, my phone was acting. He said, I woke up one particular morning. He said, and I had this overwhelming feeling to just move, to move. And so he said, I don't know why. I just picked up my stuff and moved. He picked up his stuff and moved across country. And he said, and I've been, I was living there for about four years and I just came back. I'm here to tell somebody, don't tell me what Jesus can't do. If you will be honest with him and if you will allow him in your life, don't try to figure out how you're going to change you. You're not. That's why you're inviting him in your life so that he can lead. He will clean you up. He will do it. Just be honest with him. Lord, I'm addicted to sex. Lord, I love smoking pot. Lord, I listen, I, I don't know how to let go pornography. I don't know how to stop cheating on my wife or cheating on my husband. Lord, I like lying. 
I, actually, I get a high from stealing every time I go in the store. Lord, I'm an overspender. I don't know how to save it. Like, just tell him. He can handle it. And when I just begin, y'all, that was one of the first moments that God began to say, take me at my word. And from that, I began to read his word. And I began to say, I want to know everything on what he says on dating and how does he feel about marriage? It, it doesn't mean I got it all right just because I knew it. But he proved himself faithful day after day. And so I just wanted to log on and let somebody know. I love you. Jesus loves you. I don't know why I'm so emotional, but you're my why. The one person that's looking at me, you're my why. You know, I don't have a lot this morning in me to give, but what I do have, I'm giving to you. And I'm telling you that my heart loves Jesus with everything in me. My heart loves the word of God. As a young woman, I am someone that knows the power of God. He can change you from inside and out. You don't have to settle in that relationship. You don't have to settle even in your marriage. But if you will begin to go to your knees and pray and say, God, help me. Don't just fix him. Don't try to change him. God, start with me. Make me a woman of God. Make me better, God. Change me. Lord, don't just, I don't want to come to you and say he need to do this better. But God, renew my mind. Put in me. Start with me. Give me how to pray for him. Give me how to love him. Whether he does it or not for you, you do it. And take God at his word and see what he'll do. Give him the marriage and say, if you are God, I need you to make it right. But know that he's going to run some changes that you got to be willing to be obedient with. You've got to be willing to do that. And so as you do that and as you give him that, I'm telling you, he will change your life. You have to be honest, though. The more you're honest with him, the more you will get because he already knows you inside and out. He wants to help you. So that's what I want you to know today. I just logged on for you to tell you to tell that young person that you think the gospel is not relevant. I beg to differ. I'm getting all kind of interruptions. I beg to differ. Jesus is real, but you have to just give him you. It's not about church. You do need church. I think church is great. I think it's accountability. I think that's where you get your growth, but understand that it also begins with you. This is a relationship. It's not about religion. It's a relationship. It is talking to God and allowing him to change you and know that he talks back. And y'all, I can't tell you as a young woman, I still think I'm young, but I'm just saying from 19 to now, how my life has been so much better. The enemy tried to make me feel like, girl, go, no, get, get saved at 50. Don't give him your life now. But it's actually the opposite. If you will really allow Jesus to come in your life, oh my God, you don't know the heartache he can save you from. You don't know if you will just listen how he'll put the right. I have some of the best friendship memories and just, just serving God at a young age with people who were on fire for God, dating in a way that was such a pleasure. It wasn't where some man was trying to sleep with me and what can I give and every other night? What? No, because because I'd really allowed God in and I really allowed the word of God to be my foundation. And that's what I want to tell you today. The word of God. Oh my God. If you read it, I wanted to read you this and then I'm gonna log off because I really got to run. I wanted to read y'all know it's one of my favorite scriptures, but Psalms 139. Listen to this. Tell me this is not relevant. Psalms 39. 
It's if I just start here, let me just start here. This is my favorite passage. Verse 16, your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. This in the Bible. All your days were written in a book and planned before a single one of them began. The Lord knew y'all all of your days from beginning to end. Your existence is not an accident. I don't care what. You are a part of divine plan. And you might be looking at me and saying, but okay, how am I a part of a divine plan and I was raped? How am I a part of a divine plan and I was abused? How am I a part of a divine plan and my marriage didn't work? How am I a part? But let me ask you a question. Have you given yourself, not just to God, that's number one. Have you really gotten saved? But how much of this work? Because see, here's the thing. We have a part to play. God is faithful. And the things that we deserve, we don't even get. But you also have to know that when he shows us stuff to do, you got to obey. The person that you married to, did, did you ask him about them before you married him? Or did you just marry them and now you need him to kind of bless it? The person that you dating with, the person, like we got to think. And then we have to know that God is sovereign. God didn't bring, he didn't cause your catastrophe. People have wills, but we have to know that if we just give it to God, he can work some, I mean, mighty things in it. I'm telling you, God is faithful, even when we're not. And so before you blame him, before you say, well, where were you? He like, I'm right here. But did you invite me into your finances? Did you invite me into your marriage? If you invite, did you listen to what I told you to do? Because God speaks and we have to know that our relationship. Remember, your relationship with God is, is supposed to be that it's a relationship. So it's not just going in and talking to him. He speaks back. But you have to be willing to obey what he says. And you have to know he speaks. And so I want to encourage you that it begins with God as young people, especially, oh my God, if you will just give him your life now and say, God, I want you to lead me in my dating. Lord, show me how to take my money and, and do what it honors you. God, give me wisdom. You know, keep a teachable spirit. Allow the Lord to show you. He'll put people in your path. Just ask him, oh my God, if I could say anything, if you said Latrice, what has made your relationship with God successful to this day? How I'm talking to you, I talk to him and I listen and I obey. And let me tell you, obedience is not easy. Even right now, you have no idea what I'm going through right now. You have no idea. You have no idea. But when he told me to get on here, I remember sitting here saying, are you kidding me right now? Like, can I even talk without crying? But believe it or not, I've made it through this without crying yet. So even in that, he's carrying me. But I choose to obey him, y'all. I'm sold out for him. And I just want you to know as a young person, Jesus loves you. And I mean, that's for any person, but I really got on here because it bothered me to hear that. Is God relevant? Yes, he is. 
But you got to know that this word has to be a compass for your life. It's a lifestyle. Jesus is not something you do on Sunday or it's a weekend thing or it's limited to these walls. No, it's your relationship. Jesus is involved in the hairdresser I pick. Jesus is involved in how I raise my children. I consult God on my marriage. I don't care what Javi are doing. That's not my responsibility to figure out. Did he pray for me today? Is he fasting? What did he do? That's his relationship. My relationship is to be the wife that God has called me to do. I'm going to do when the Lord tell me to go on my knees, I'm going to go on my knees. When the Lord say, turn down your plate, I'm going to turn down your plate. Like I'm telling you that you have to know that it's a lifestyle. I involve God in my, in my fitness, in my body. I tell God when I'm weak, I let him know right now. Y'all, let me, let me be real honest with you. Let, let me be even more honest with you. The other day I told this to my, my sister, she laughed at me, but I'm gonna say it to you and then I'm gonna really get off. Um, I tell God everything. I had somebody call me because they wanted to do something. They needed to come down and do something. And they wanted to use my TV or whatever. And y'all, I'm going to just be real honest with you. I have been going through something. During this period, it was really bad. I could barely keep my head up without crying. So I'm like, I don't want nobody in my house right now. Now, mind you, they simply asked the question, do you have this channel? <laughs> Let me be honest with you. This is how I talked to the Lord. I knew I had the channel. Um, So I, they said, just call me back. And then it was like they wanted to come late. I'm like, are you kidding me? My kids are in bed. This is my time. I can kind of have my me time. I'm reading my word. But you know what I said to the Lord? Let, let me tell you what I said to the Lord. I'm be honest. I said, I'm about to lie. I said, Lord, you know how I feel about a liar. I hate a liar, but I'm about to lie. I said, God, I can't do this. I can't do this. At nine o'clock, I have to like, I can't do this. And you know how I am right now. I said, so Lord, help me because I'm supposed to tell the truth at all times. But you know, I'm a hot mess right now. So you know what happened? Guess what? The Lord said, just call, just call back. Y'all, I called back and that phone, it rang, rang, rang. Then went to voicemail. I hung up the phone. The Lord said, you did what they asked you to do. You called back, not go to bed. So I look, that might be a little thing to you, but I'm just sharing that. I was in a, I, listen, I wasn't in a good place. And I was like, Lord, if I got to talk to them, like which one is going to be where I don't know what to say right now. Cause I'm about to tell, cause I knew it was going to be a problem when I said you can't come. But I was just like, God, I can't have anyone in my house right now. So help me. I'm telling you to tell, like God don't tempt you, but when you be tempted, tell them, Lord, this person is calling me. I'm weak right now. I know if they come over, something good might not happen. Help me. If he could take the guy that I was dating and send him cross states, he can handle your boy. I mean, whatever the situation is, I just wanted to come on here to let you know God is real. He's real. He's relevant. But you will never understand how relevant he is until you invite him into your life. That's the first step. That's almost like telling somebody, you know, if they say, hey, join such and such. And you say, well, let me, let me, I want to see everything you do behind the scenes. How much they not fixing to do. Some things is a risk. Some things you just have to try it. They going to show you that one video and they're going to be like, look, girl, you in or you out? You know, I'm not fixing to show you my bank statement to do. Some things you just got to, it's a step of faith. And that's what I'm telling you. Even giving God your life. Yes, it's a step of faith. It's the, it's the unknown. 
You know, how do I know this going to work? What well, I've tried everything else. You don't until you try it, but I'm here to tell you as a witness, and I got a cloud more, that the word of God works. The word of God in Psalms 139 says he knows you inside and out. He knew you he when you before you were in your mother's womb. So if you would just talk to him, he can help you live your life. The word of God is relevant, is real, but you have to make a choice to get in it. And it's not like trying to digest it all at one time. Take one verse, just read it and then ask God everything I read in the Bible. I don't understand. But just ask them, God, what, who are the Moabites? Lord, what do this mean? God might just have you go to the library and all of a sudden there's a Bible study book that just breaks it down a little bit more. He'll lead you. He really speaks. So I just wanted to log on and encourage somebody. First of all, I'm here for you. I want you to know that Jesus is real. I want you to know as a young person, does he have relevance? Does the, the Bible have relevance? Is Jesus relevant to your life? Yes, he is. Y'all, I have been through some hard stuff and even now, but when I tell you, I can't imagine my life without Jesus. I can't imagine raising my kids without Jesus. I can't imagine being married without Jesus. I can't imagine even my job. Like I take him everywhere, but you have to, it's almost like that friendship. If you want to be a friend, but then you're like, I really want somebody that I can be close to. I would love to build a friendship. But then you call them once every three months or they say, hey, you want to go out to eat? And you're like, no, you're always standoffish. But then you're behind closed door crying. I don't, you got to be a friend. You got to, you know, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to go to that lunch and just see what it's like. You have to be willing when they say, hey, you want to go shopping and, and just walk them all with them. And you might say, hey, okay, they kind of cool. I like this person. It's a chance. And then some people, you like, don't ever call me again. It's a chance. It's the same thing. You got to be willing to be open. Let him in. Give him your house. Give him your marriage. Give him your money. Give him your children. Talk to God about everything and know he will show you his relevance. He will blow your mind. He will. I can't even tell you how in my money, because I tell God every time I get a check, I say, okay, we got paid. I am just literally all I'm doing is managing his money. So when I did my budget yesterday, the budget for our house, I said, God, how do you want me to do this? How much do you want me to do? I talked to him all through the budget because it's his money. It ain't my money. And so I want God to know you're invited in this. You're invited in how we pay our bills. You're invited in how we save. You're invited in what I do. And then you know what I do? My son needs some, some running shoes. I said, Holy Spirit, I need a good sale. Show me where to go. Show me how to do. I involve him. He is my life. There's nothing in Latrice's life that God is not involved in. I'm talking to him about a sale. I'm talking to him about my skin. I'm talking to him about my health journey. Listen, I talk to him deaf, but I also listen. And whatever he shares, I obey. When God says, go here, I obey. When God says, I remember I um had saved and I, I had saved my money and I was going to do a little shopping thing and I had got some cute outfits. I, I don't know. I was in this phase. Me and Olivia was going to match. I was in the, in the store. I got all this cute stuff and y'all as clear as day. I heard the Lord say, put it all back. It's not time. You don't need it. I, I want you to save for something else. I'm like, this is my mad money. And he said, put it all back. And you know what I did? I put it all back and little did I know an opportunity that was coming. That was something I wanted and I was able to jump on it like that. He speaks. 
He's relevant, but you have to allow him in. You will get from your relationship with the Lord what you put in. The more you're willing to talk to him, the more you're willing to give him, he'll blow your mind because he wants to show you that he has a purpose for your life. You were created on purpose and for a purpose. So y'all know I be trying to be short, but it happened. But I wanted to say what he told me to say. I pray it blessed you. Have a wonderful day. Know that he cares. He cares. I'm a witness. Trust me. He will transform your life if you give him your life. Not a form of your life. Give him your life. Just give it to him. Like, give it to him. Just give it to him. Give it to him. Don't try to figure it out. Don't get, try to give him pieces. Don't try to say, uh, just let him. Just start where you are. I don't care how much of a mess you are. You might be like, okay, I'm going to get saved, but I ain't promising you that I'm going to stop whatever. I ain't worried about that because guess what? I understand what he can do. I know the power because when you give him your life for real, it's some stuff you thought that you weren't going to let go. You don't even want to do anymore. It's like the very presence of it make you mad. The very presence of it, you can't take it. So he knows how to get you right. Get out your head. Just give him your life. Give him you and watch him walk, watch him work a miracle through you. All right. Bye.